ADUs with Councilwoman Erin Goggin. Good morning. Thanks for talking with us. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm well. So as uh, one listener pointed out a few minutes ago, uh, why is the city spending all this time and effort and air and money uh, to do something that has been in place in Onalaska, for instance, for a decade, and there's only been five uh, five permits granted. Why are we spending all this time for something that may not actually be a big deal in the city of La Crosse? Well, I think that's a very good and valid point. The reason that most of the time is being spent in La Crosse is to make sure that the neighborhoods and the neighbors that are in these established neighborhoods are protected from just anything being built. And an accessory unit, most of us have them like as a garage or or another building sure. on our property. But it becomes an accessory dwelling unit when you want someone to live there. And right. so lacrosse is, is making it where you can you can take your um, unit and make an accessory dwelling unit, but the property owner must live on the property to be okay. able to um, rent that property to a grandmother, a adult child, a student, a resident from the hospital, a young executive, whatever. All right. So I live in the big house and I can rent the tiny house to or give it to whomever I want. I'm not sure I'd charge my mom rent, but if that was a necessity, you know, a dollar a year would probably cover it. But, you know, so the homeowner lives on the property and then they have the right to put whoever they want in the uh, the accessing of the the tiny home. Is that correct? Simple as that? Well, and let's make sure that we're, we're not calling them tiny homes because they are not tiny homes. They are accessory dwelling units. There is a difference there is? between a tiny okay. home. Yep. What's the sure. difference? What's the difference? Um, it, it's uh, in the ordinance. It's it's bedroom sizing, and technically, if you follow the tiny home fad, tiny homes can be moved. They can get. They can be. They're often mobile. Where an accessory dwelling unit is on frost footings, it is a. It is part of the. You know, part of the. It's built you know, in. Yep, built in. Yep. Yeah. Right. And the thing is, is that the, the your earlier caller did make a good point in it is not inexpensive to convert an accessory unit to an accessory dwelling unit. So I, I personally do not see, you know, every neighborhood, every house getting one. Right. This is if these work the way they're supposed to. This is for someone who is looking to um, help a parent age in place. Helping an adult child who maybe has some other struggles live a, a fulfilling life, but you know, again, in their own right, dwelling. not in not in dad's basement. Right, right, and or and it's also for a person who who owns a property, but that you know maybe to keep their property, you know, needs to to build in some sort of income from that property. But again, you know, the thing is, everything can be construed. And everything can so, but we need to we need to use the accessory dwelling unit um, ordinance as it's written and follow through on it, you know, and use it sure. the way it's supposed to be intended. All right, well, it's what a if, wonderful idea if if used as intended. Right. What if I build a really nice ADU, then I move into it and rent the big house? Is that okay? As long as you, the property owner, 
are living on the property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's that's how it is. Okay, that and there work. are de- there are deed restrictions to these properties as well. When you decide to do this, there there you have to file a deed restriction. Okay, are they so very restrictive? You, well, again, not being you know really well versed in all of that stuff, but you know our our city staff is wonderful and they can fill you in on all of the things you need to know. Right. Well, and sadly, the uh, city council is is uh, infamous or famous for making what could be an easy thing into something complicated and expend more expensive sometimes in an effort to dissuade people from trying to do this if the uh, if the regulation passes and you can put an ADU on your property is anybody going to s- want to do this other than a super wealthy individual who's uh, f- not going to be deterred by financial hurdles no, I will see. Now, I have to. I have to disagree with you there about your okay. premise about the city council. Okay. However, just looking back, when my mom was alive, this would have been a great idea for me. And I live in a, a modest home on the north side. Mm-hmm. But for her to stay, you know, you know, us together type of thing, this would have been a great idea. Cool. So it's not for the super wealthy. It's not for, you know, it costs a lot of money to live in assisted living or. Sure. Senior housing and such like that. Sure, sure. It may be more affordable for you know the middle income or yeah. the average person to to have an accessory dwelling unit. And what's the next step, Aaron? The next step is J and A six o'clock. All right, tonight. J and A tonight. Is there will decisions be made or or is they still have to go through the full council uh, process? It, it J and A is tonight. F and P is six o'clock on Thursday night, and then full council is next, next Thursday week. night at six p.m. All right, we'll see how it all f- flows, and maybe have a reason to talk again about the possibility of ADUs being built in backyards, in homes, in Lacrosse. Aaron Goggin, thank you.